Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi. So uh, this seems like it would be a long time coming. And also, for those of you who have been listening to us for a long time, you're going to be like shocked and shaken to find that we have finally rolled around to featuring Sierra Nevada. I can't believe Chico, we have California. it yet. <laughs> it is only the brewery that almost every single one of our guests from the beer industry mentions at some point mm-hmm. because Pale Ale, which is the beer we're going to drink first, is the pale ale that everybody is inspired by. So, uh, you know, without further ado, let's crack this baby open and drink Sierra Nevada pale ale. It's actually been a bit since I've had this, to be honest. Like, it's always available, but, like, I just kind of never think about it. And it's not a local Chicago, so it's not, like, on tap in a lot of places. That's true. You know, I wind up with, like, you know, a green line or something that's around locally, but, like, it's a solid pale ale that I... You know, right. sometimes just don't think about. I love that I it says on it, family owned, operated, and argued over. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you as a person in a family business, there's definitely <laughs> arguing. <laughs> More yelling than arguing, but, you know, depends on your perspective. Yeah, I, I, I like it. That's entertaining. Um, yeah, it's purest ingredients, finest mm. quality, can conditioned. What do we say this was? Five point something ABV? 5.6. 5.6 at Chico, California. All right, pale ale. Let's yeah. drink. Mm. Mine has oh. a lot of head on it. Mine did too at first. I didn't give myself a big pour which i deeply regret because i'm gonna mm-hmm. drink this entire thing yeah uh, it's pretty solid. <laughs> i do it's like so it. good it's so it's really crisp. tasty it's mm-hmm. so refreshing it's just like the perfect balance that you want from a pale ale it's not too sharp and hoppy bitter it's no. not like it's got such a clean finish it's so smooth and like i'm using like a bunch of like the only keywords, almost but like, like a little bit malty you've got yes, that but it's really yes. like balanced so it's not overpowering yeah it's not like yeah like you said it's not super bitter but you still taste some of the hops like it's just a really good well-balanced pale ale yeah. honestly i think balance um, is the perfect word because it just has all of the characteristics that we ever get in a pale mm-hmm. ale and they're just like all like beautifully combined 
into mm-hmm. the spirit. It is such a good example of a pale ale. It and really is. Yeah. I now am remembering <laughs> why everybody feels that way. And it's funny because every time someone would mention the beer in an episode to us, mm-hmm. I would think, yeah, yeah, we oh, got to yeah. drink that. It's been Sarah so long <laughs> since I've had pale ale. I really need to drink it again. Yeah. And my husband bought this, and I know you bought some as well, but mm-hmm. my husband bought this pack and I intentionally didn't have any yeah. since he brought it home. Oh, I haven't day. either. Yeah. Because I was like, I just wanted to hit me when we're talking about it. As the first fresh. time in a while. Yeah. 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 I actually also sent my husband to Benny's to get it. Nice. Uh, because oh, yeah. I was busy. And then he wound up with some bourbon, bourbon too. Yes. So. I saw his Facebook post. He bought <laughs> yeah. Special Reserve, I think. Uh, he did. Which, he did. which I don't think was on the docket, but he did it anyway. <laughs> no, it totally was not. But it's, I mean, that's actually like the ch- every time we go to the liquor store, we walk out with way too many things that we don't need but i'm i'm good with that one because it's like the cheapest bourbon and still good um yeah so i mean my husband feels the same way let's not go too far into bourbon but when it comes to (laughs) bourbon weller special reserve is that like little unsung hero that bourbon appreciators will tell you you should just buy like it's cheap it's good like it's solid and it's msrp is like 30 bucks you can't go wrong like you can drink it every day and not feel bad about that i mean hypothetically in the sense that you would never drink bourbon every day i suppose (laughs) yeah it's the like oh i'll have a little bit while i'm like out by the grill because i want to sip on something it's a good sipper you won't feel guilty about letting it sit a little while while you're enjoying it like it's just like Mm -hmm. and you know what and we bought some sierra nevada with this and that's a very good comparison i was gonna say and i feel that way about (laughs) pale ale because I could definitely sip on this mm. while making dinner or just yeah. watching TV or watching a football game or sitting by the fire. It's like, it, you know, you know, you I like the, the pale ale. It's a little bit more malty than like you would like an IPA to me is more of a summery, springy, like warmer weather. But I feel like this pale ale you could is very versatile. You yes. could sit out by the bonfire, you could, you know, and it wouldn't feel out of place. Like it's got a little yeah. bit of that maltiness. It's got a little bit of almost caramel sometimes, but it's got just such a yeah, good well balanced very... that it's not yeah, like, like you can just, it's a very versatile beer to me. So, but yeah, we've, we've yeah. said multiple times that we should do Sierra Nevada. I mean, they've been around for ever in terms of the craft beer industry i mean and they're i think they're the number three in terms of volume of independent craft breweries now in the u.s because i mean honestly part of that is because so many have been bought by large corporations now but they're still family owned and operated per their can um but also great just in general i mean so let's talk a little bit about sierra nevada they are uh, from from chico ken grossman started it um he did have a partner when he was founding it who eventually sold his shares to ken so he's no longer involved in it but uh supposedly ken started home brewing back in 69 when he was not of legal drinking age um one of his best friends was his neighbor and his neighbor's dad was a home brewer and winemaker and sake maker and member of a home brew club so he was a great resource for a 14 15 year old kid to start (laughs) home brewing um that's really young what is it i thought you were gonna say like 17 no no 
So yeah, no, he he started home brewing. Uh, this is at least the the story back when he was not even sixteen years old, and he had to hide his first homebrew kit from his mm. mother um and he actually wound up opening a homebrew supply store at 21 in 1976 um after he had actually moved he he went to the sierra nevada mountains and fell in love with trail hiking in the mountains and okay. um in 72 he moved to chico um okay. in 76 he opened a supply homebrew supply store uh and then in 78 ish he got inspired to want to be a, a brewer um so he actually wound up selling the homebrew supply store he wrote a business plan he incorporated sierra nevada uh he wound up piecing together a brewing system made out of old dairy equipment because <laughs> in the late 70s that was really your only option so he picked up pieces from like visiting dairy communities and going to scrapyards mm. and places that you could find old uh, food industry related equipment. And that's kind of what he started with. So he started brewing nice. in November of 1980. Um, so long time ago now in the craft brew world, considering yeah. how many new breweries there have been in the last like 10 years. So this was, Seriously. you know, 42 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a long time. I can't believe you just said that. I just, <laughs> I had not done the math. <laughs> right. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but so he started actually with five barrels of stout and his reasoning was that he would be able to find some of the like errors, the errors of his ways easier with something oh. like that compared okay. to a pale ale. And then he brewed pale ale. Um, so that was the the ale was actually his second beer that he he st started brewing. I'm sure that it's been formulated differently, you know, in 40 years, but um, the idea was was that back in back in 1980. Um, so he struggled for a few years. You know, there wasn't really the distribution channels there were now. There wasn't craft brew bars then. There okay. wasn't the demand for it. So he started kind of um, selling to a couple restaurants. Is where he kind of got his start and self-distributing around the neighborhood the town you know the area um it, what really got it going though is it was around 1983 and 1984 there was an article uh that was titled the beer that's making chico famous and it was all about sierra nevada and after that that really helped boost demand wow, and yeah. um get things started because what started with a 10 barrel um you know batches they were hoping when he started to produce 2500 barrels per year at the beginning back in the 80s uh in 1988 he actually wound up expanding because there was more demand and he built a new brewery um but by 2012 they produced almost a million barrels barrels in the chico location alone wow. so that's a huge growth you know obviously a long period but huge huge growth um right in that same year where they hit a million barrels they broke ground on their north carolina brewery which you'll see on their cans that says brewed in chico california and mills river north carolina um they actually still ship 
barrels back and forth to maintain consistency across the different locations so that if you drink a can of pale ale in North Carolina, it's going to taste the same as if you drank it from Chico, California, or at least that's nice. the intent. Cool. Um, so they broke ground in 2012. They actually didn't open the North Carolina facility until 2015. They also opened a tap room in Berkeley uh, in 2013 just to get people more interested in the Bay awesome. Area. Um but they are huge into um, energy and environment. So their North Carolina facility actually was the first production brewery in the U.S. to receive the, the LEAD designation, the Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design Platinum Certification, a year after they opened in 2016. Wow. Um, so they're also the largest buyer of organic hops in the U.S., um they like many other breweries you know they give their the their grains at the end of the process to feed you know animals in the area they have a huge um they're largely powered by solar energy um they there's just a, a very environmentally friendly um organization really that you know awesome. the reason they're called sierra nevada is because of the mountains that can you know fell in love with and really um just that was part of his younger years was the hiking and trails and being out in the environment in the mountains and appreciating nature and things like that in the environment so he he has really nice. stuck with that so um yeah so they still have the the two locations in chico or in north carolina like i said earlier they're the third largest craft brewer in the u.s at the moment behind yingling and boston beer company um and fun fact uh, in 2021, um, a keg of Big Little Thing flew 438 feet, which broke the Guinness World Record for the greatest distance a 20-kilogram projectile has been thrown, which I didn't know that was a Guinness World Record. What? <laughs> but they are now in the Guinness World Record books <laughs> for flying so projectiles. Cool. <laughs> 438 <laughs> feet? correct yes. that's insane that's really far it's like, gotta be really like dangerous i feel like yeah. too but uh yeah so i just thought I mean, that was that's entertaining like, <laughs> bigger than a football field guys if you're trying to figure out like, how long that it's, is but... uh yeah it was anyways fun facts we like that's fun facts awesome here. fun facts thank so... you <laughs> <laughs> super random but fun facts actually and it was thrown by a catapult so it was right, actually I was launched gonna say from a Somebody catapult to shoot it yes and it was thrown so that's guinness cool. book of world that's Records. really cool there we go <laughs> uh so yeah so pale ale is uh distributed pretty much everywhere now and everybody listening can get it and highly suggest you do because it is a fantastic example of a pale ale totally 100 percent. i agree so. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Yeah. I I didn't know very much about Sierra Nevada. It's a good story. I love the fact that we occasionally hit on these brewers or these companies that like to focus on environmental impact and not just yeah. on making beer. It's a nice little balance for breweries because I think it's a pretty natural thing to do if if you focus on it. You know, it yeah. seems like it's not. I won't, I don't want to say it's not difficult because of course it is. It's always difficult to add elements yeah. into your workday, but like mm -hmm. just a really cool, very interesting element that seems to exist in brewing. You know, one of those other little characteristics these breweries tend yeah. to have. Yeah, I I really, you know, there's a lot of breweries that do kind of focus the you know, we've talked about others that are also lead certified or they yeah. really 
try and go more green. Um, you know, a lot of most of their water filtration is, you know, used in other aspects of their business in some way, shape or form. Um, some companies, I think, I believe Sierra Nevada as well, has a um, program where they try and use some of their different oils that they use in order to create fuels and things like that. They actually also own um, part of a rail yard that goes to their Chico plant so that they yeah. are using intermodal transportation more and rail to get a lot of their, their things. Um, so that's kind of interesting as well, but they're that's definitely... Cool have a pretty cool focus on the environment and uh, trying to reduce their impact on it nice. and use it in, in good ways. So yeah, definitely, definitely cool. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Ken has been in semi-retirement for years now, if you listen to any interviews that he's had, sure. um, but he is still heavily involved in, in the business and things like that still. So I'm assuming at some point he will fully retire and then who knows what will happen. Um, but he is still mm -hmm. involved in, in the business as it was. So it's kind of, kind of like your baby, you know, when you've when yeah. you built it from the ground up and he really did truly build the, you know, everything. Like I said, they, he pieced together their first uh, barrel system. And actually he sold that in i don't remember what year i think it was in the somewhere time in the 80s or early 90s um 88 88 he sold that original setup to a new brewing company that was just starting up and he was expanding and a uh -huh. few years ago they actually wound up trading equipment so he could get it back so he oh. actually did purchase or not necessarily purchase but traded back for the original equipment that he started <laughs> with in 1980 to have that That's so cute. Uh, probably for nostalgia purposes <laughs> I would guess because they're far beyond what that is now yeah but he d did get that original thing back after like 20 plus years of of having it be used in other another brewery so that's awesome that's yeah. adorable Reuse, I love it recycle you know all that stuff so yeah <laughs> very cool yeah With a nice so. dose of sentimental value <laughs> exactly so I I, I thought that was kind of sweet so, all right, Sierra Nevada, let's keep drinking our ale here, and we're going to talk about gifts. Yeah, speaking of sentimental, let's talk about thoughtful gifts, right? I mean, like, yeah. I either really knock it out of the park, and this is just my opinion, of course, <laughs> or I feel like I am not inspired at all. And those mm. are like my two extremes. I either feel huh. like I've nailed it, and this is the perfect gift for this person, mm -hmm. or I just, I got I just dialed it in and was like You're i'm just gonna buy her some random thing yeah i, I well, like they're always fine though like i will always accept well a and we've always. talked about that before <laughs> and now not to say it's my default gift because it isn't mm -hmm. but like for example last year i gave my and she's gonna hear this and mm -hmm. she'll say something to me i gave my friend Catherine a blanket uh -huh. for christmas and I did it specifically because she had just bought a new house and oh, it was yeah. a really nice blanket and it go it matched her new home. And there was like a reason to buy sure. her. A <laughs> but there was a year where I gave like all of the nieces and nephews blankets that had cats on them. I just did that because they had cats on them, not because they <laughs> need a blanket. Like, right. <laughs> so there's been both situations. Like, 
sometimes it is a thoughtful gift and sometimes it's well you're getting a blanket (laughs) yeah fair i i will always accept comfort items because i love blankets i probably have like four of them surrounding me in various places yeah i could reach my hand out and grab two so (laughs) i have one on me and then i have about four in front of me on the couch you know that i'm looking at that i could totally grab and sit with and or family members would (laughs) yeah so so that is always always an an option but yes (laughs) so i tried to break this down and maybe you did things differently i tried to think of like kind of age ranges what i think are really good Mm -hmm. gifts for like different ages and I started at one years old, like baby, oh, like brand okay. spanking new kid. And the reason why I did was because I had a really good idea. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to get the, we're going to start with a one year old. Like um, and I got to say, especially if you're not trying to like spend a small amount of money, but like a little bit more, the ball popper has to be my favorite baby gift the one with the air that blows through it and shoots the balls out uh, and then they like fall back in and then go through like the spiral and then shoot back out again and then <laughs> got it i love the ball popper it's just such a good gift and it's like kind of loud but also very entertaining yeah and i just think once your kid is like sitting yeah. a one-year-old age ish mm-hmm. it's great Plus, it works yeah. on those motor skills because they can put the ball back in themselves. It's just such a good gift. <laughs> I wish I, I, should... I wish I still I... had one. <laughs> yeah, I need to pay attention. I have, I have a variety of ages to buy for this year, oh. but I'm like ninety percent done with all of my Christmas shopping. So, like, oh, that's so I'm good. I'm, I'm probably yeah. about fifty percent, which is huh? not great for me. Like, usually yeah. by the middle of October, which is where we are. Mm-hmm. I'm a little further. Not a lot, a lot. Like, sure. like I'll finish up about Thanksgiving sometimes, but I, but I feel yeah. like I'm not even close. Like, yeah. 50% feels like a lot. And it's a lot of the, like, tougher people to buy for. Mm. Like, I have a couple family mm. members that are really easy to shop for, in my opinion. Like, sure. I'm like, my sister-in-law. Like, everybody's like, oh, what do I get? What do we get her? Mm. I don't have a hard time buying her stuff. Because I get it, I'll be like, I would like this. Yeah. And I get it for her and it works out. Like that she, works out like great. Yeah. 99% of the time, she's just like perfect. You know? Fantastic. And it, like a blanket. I think she got a blanket one year. Yeah. And she loved it. Everybody likes blankets. Yeah. I find that my my parents are actually the hardest people oh, yes, to buy me for. Too. Yeah, my, absolutely. That's actually mostly who is left is just my parents and my in-laws. Like our kids are fully done. I'm done, done with them. But yeah. um, I do have a one-year-old to purchase for. Mm. I have actually a less than one-year-old to purchase for. I have like a, she, I don't know how old she is, six months old maybe. Oh, wow. um, I often default to books for younger kids. Um, and I let my kids pick out like their favorite kids' books. Oh, that's books, good. That's and a good one. then I give them that and then uh, some other random thing. But I really... I love books. That's another thing. Anyone can yeah. get me a book and I would be happy with a blanket and a book sure. for like oh, any yeah. holiday. That's a good combo. Um, right? You need a blanket and a book and maybe, and maybe like, like a, a coffee mug. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. That's all, literally that it, right, right there is the perfect present. There um, we go. Everybody's done. <laughs> yeah. But for really a variety of ages, especially young kids, though, I often default to books. books um, is cool. 
because I just I really like that we still read um you know my my oldest can't read to himself he's he's autistic we still read to him every single night like That's every right. night that's part That's of our good. routine we always do and the twins will read to themselves last night my daughter lost a tooth and apparently still we do we do that so I walked in thinking she was asleep and she's using like her projector which is just like a nightlight and holding it on a book so she can read in the dark and I was like oh my goodness just go find a flashlight little girl oh like my goodness. I'm I've I did this when I was a kid so I get it right. but like you're making this far more difficult like just oh, find yeah. a flashlight That's and then so I walked funny. out and I'm like okay you actually do have to go to sleep now like I get it but so right. they they love both of them love to read actually my daughter asked for a kindle for Christmas this year oh that's a good and she's one she's eight and I think that that's actually a really good appropriate gift now that they're reading you know absolutely yeah I would chapter kindle books on the list and things for like that age range yeah yeah because once you get chapter books yeah reading on a kindle is convenient for sure yeah half of their books are like 200 pages i mean yeah. wonder was like 300 and something but so once you get to that point i think that a kindle is totally worthwhile now when you're reading board books clearly not but well, yeah, um sure. but yeah but books are definitely something that's often on my list for a variety of different ages yeah i like so. that that's a really good suggestion um i actually like to buy occasionally like to buy cookbooks mm. for people um my brother got into bread making mm. um a little while back not like how everybody got into bread making when yeah COVID started. everybody like, didn't go fit yeah i want to make bread okay yeah because it takes forever so right. like why not you have forever you have might as well make time. bread you know what i have i got 20 hours of uninterrupted time why don't i that's how long bread needs great <laughs> well i guess that works out then you can make bread um, he kind of got into it, I think, because he was making like Detroit style pizzas and stuff ah, like that. And he got okay. a rise dough and things. So yep, I think yep. maybe it started there and then he started making bread. Mm-hmm. And now he has like a super fancy pants mixer that's just for dough. It's a dough oh. mixer. It's not like the KitchenAid. It's like a. Right. It's literally just dough. Crazy. It's like <laughs> okay. the motor and the thing can like, you know, drive your boat. It's like insane. It, I don't know. It's just crazy. But anyway. <laughs> cookbooks um, i have also bought people cookbooks yeah. i bought my husband snoop dogs cookbook one year nice because <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah that's a good one i have the wise guys cookbook oh. which is from the guy that goodfellas is based on nice uh, nice he talks about cooking on the run that's what I it's like, like it. the rest of- like he it. talks like about it. making sauce in jail <laughs> it's like exactly like the movie where he's like cutting a garlic yep. with a razor blade it's <laughs> really funny it's a good book i, I should like pull that it. back out <laughs> yeah i i also i like snoop dogg's cookbook it, it is That's quite entertaining good. and it's a little bit of comedy mixed in so but yeah, yeah. cookbooks I, I like that as well um my See, daughter actually yeah. got a sub- monthly subscription for a crate that is cooking each okay. month so okay. it's little it's for kids but it's cooking different recipes and things like that um and you get like a little kitchen utensil to go with it every every month when it oh, comes that's so. nice we do baking kits okay, which is cool. on the same similar but but mm-hmm. it's always like cakes and cookies and cupcakes yeah. and stuff like that and i like it but it's like a little too hard for them mm, like okay. like for example 
we just did the September kit because we totally slacked and didn't do yeah. it. And so we already have the October kit. Um, and I opened it up when we got it the other day. And I'm looking at it and it's like these, it's chocolate mousse with whipped cream on top. And you make a little chocolate cauldron to oh, cute. eat yeah, it out yeah. of, which is really cool. Except the chocolate mold. It yeah. takes, I mean, like, I spent half of my day today making chocolate cauldrons because the mold has two the two sides in it. Oh and yeah, I made like sure. four of them. Otherwise, it took if me, like you three wait, hours. If you have them do it, it's gonna look like an episode of Nailed It at the end. Oh like... my goodness! Yeah, and if the container is bad, I mean, no everything. Gonna, I mean, you know, you're wrong, just gonna yeah. put it all in a bowl and just like break it into a million pieces. Pretty like, much, yeah. There it is. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's fun. And I yeah. like that idea. The kit thing is a, actually another cool gift mm -hmm. idea. I would get that for like my niece or my yeah. nephew, maybe, who would really enjoy that. Actually, that's genius. I should write that down. My uh, um, <laughs> my twin boy actually gets them. Um, so the company that they use is KiwiCo. And we've okay. had their kits many times before. They have different kits for different ages. They're all over the board. They have one that's just arts and crafts. Okay. There's one that's food. There's a couple that are actually making like more engineering type stuff, but they're okay. based on age. So my son has the oldest one, which is like 16 years and up, I think. And okay. he can still manage to do them on his own. But nice. keep in mind, he also does Lego expert things on his own in like right. eight hours. So he's gotten good but at that stuff. That's his that's his jam. Like he's totally right. in on it. But they're really cool things that you can make, and sometimes they're even useful. Like last month's was a calendar, and how it works is you like rotate this thing, and the month changes or the day changes until the month changes. So you just turn it every day oh. and then it changes the date and the month and the year all on its own nice. all together so it's all everything has moving parts to it and it's just kind of cool, cool different things except for the ukulele there weren't really moving parts other than strings that was an odd one but um there are often he made his own headphones like one of oh, them was wow. literally to make working headphones and nice. yeah so they're really cool gifts so subscription boxes I am definitely That's a good a one. Fan yeah. Of. I agree. Yeah. That's a good one and you can get a pretty wide age range with that yes. cuz you can start out like mm -hmm. you know with my our kids 8-year-olds and yeah. and go all the way up to teenagers with something like that depending and on what the kid is. They actually you know? have ones for like newborns too that are more sensory oh, type things. Okay. So there's a huge age range if you want to look out there and they have different ones like Radish has cooking ones. Hot mm -hmm. Wheels even has one that's oh, cool. a monthly subscription box. So lots of different companies do them. People just don't realize that they they do them. But there's yeah. lots of different monthly subscription boxes out there that are actually really cool. And it gives them something, you know, different every month as opposed to spending a bunch on like one big sure. toy. I much prefer things that they can do, you know, do something different each time. So I really like the subscription kind of idea. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I was going to, oh, I was going to name the one that we have, the baking kits that we have mm. is through a company called I'm the Chef 2. Oh. And it's baking kits with like a science element. Oh, so, cool. so like one time we did like a volcano and the other time we looked at like animal prints and like talked about that and there's oh, cool. always like a little 
activity to go along with the baking activity. Nice. Uh, and I, re- that was actually why I picked that one mm-hmm. because all of the like baking kits and stuff, you know, they got yeah, the they same stuff, yeah. but this one, the recipes are really cute. They're mm-hmm. relatively simple. Like I said, there's been some minus the cauldron, but minus the cauldrons. <laughs> and then there's been some fondant work that I've had to do because, you know, yeah. I can't even do fondant. No, so yeah, I'm, I'm out on I'm the fondant, terrible at it, but <laughs> I'm terrible at it. It's like grainy play doh. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, not my. Kinda. It's a good, it's not it, my that's a area. good comparison. Yeah. It's just like crumbles apart into my hands okay but uh i will say i have some other suggestions for younger Mm -hmm. uh i really like wooden building blocks Mm -hmm. i always think that's a good gift when you get to be about two or three you know i know you'll get me on this one thomas the train Mm. the thomas train (laughs) sets man building track and yeah tracks and stuff pushing that around at the two or three year old range once they're like sitting in a little bit you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more able to pay attention to things. The train is awesome. Uh, my younger son, uh, my eight-year-old, really enjoyed, like, pretend food and play kitchen type yeah. stuff. He liked to do the restaurant where he'd pretend that you were coming to his restaurant and he would make you a meal. My kids got, still do that periodically. Yeah, my daughter will still, still do that. We still have a whole box of yeah. that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um. We got a cash register with play money. And so you'll even pay for your food and stuff like that. So like there's, it's like everything. It's like a regular. All that pretend play stuff is great once they have the cognitive kind of ability to to do that. And then really they can, they can play with that stuff for quite a while, really. Even if they periodically like. The twins are at a weird age that they're starting to kind of get away from playing with as many toys. Toys, Like half of my son's Christmas list is like hoodies or video Mm -hmm. games or like, you know, other miscellaneous things. And then there's still some toys on there, but it's definitely not as much as it used to be. But I feel like that pretend play stuff still will come up even you know periodically and it's an easy thing if they have younger cousins or friends or Absolutely. things that they can all still play something together yeah that they all participate in so yeah. those kind of things are still definitely definitely on you know on the list yeah we have a little girl who lives across the street from us that i think is probably maybe four four or five okay. and whenever she comes over uh with her she has an older brother that's the same age i think as my eight-year-old um she'll play with the pretend food she'll get the cash register out she'll put we have like a little shirt and apron that you put on everything's like the whole thing and like she'll come up to you and she'll pretend to take your order and like the one day they were at my house and i was kind of irritated because you know extra kids like (laughs) my favorite Mm -hmm. uh and they were really loud but i didn't want to I don't like to leave the room when there's a little kid. You know? Oh, I like, totally I agree. can trust my eight-year-old and my 11-year-old to By play themselves. with maybe yeah. another eight or nine-year-old. Sure. And I can clean my, you know, fold a load of laundry upstairs or, yeah, you know. you're in the house. You don't need to the be car on top onto of the them. driveway or something yep. like, mm-hmm. and know that two or three minutes away is not a big deal. Yeah. But with a, a little kid, I don't do that. I don't, you know, I don't leave I the room. Agree. I stay yeah. where they are. Mm-hmm. and so this i'm sitting at like the kitchen table and they're like playing the older kids are playing video games and she's doing the pretend kitchen and she's super loud like everything <laughs> this little kid says is super loud 
it's adorable she has like the cutest little voice but it is so loud and she's like right in my face and she'll and one time i'm like i said i'm irritated and she just walks over and she puts like a coffee cup down (laughs) she was like i got you some coffee and i was just like that's just what i wanted thank you so much that's really cute and she was like really quiet too when she said you're welcome (laughs) you can come over anytime (laughs) she knew she knew exactly what she needed (laughs) it was perfect yeah she's the best (laughs) that's adorable yeah but yeah that's definitely something that it crosses over age groups somewhat well i agree yeah even my older even my kids would play Mm -hmm. like they did play with her they would come up to them while they were playing video games and Mm -hmm. they would be like oh i'll take a piece of pizza and an ice cream and she'd be like okay that'll be seven (laughs) dollars yeah exactly yeah um my kids are big into nerf so we got a lot of nerf guns uh there's always like 12 nerf guns on their list i swear yeah that was what my older son said i asked him today what he wanted for christmas and he said nerf guns and i was like dude i have like a giant bin of them right i have a bin of nerf guns why do you need more well and now the one cat well they both do it but the one cat in particular like chews up the darts oh no so if we don't collect them Uh, all they're gonna you'll find like just little dart shreds everywhere yeah (laughs) i don't think he's eating them he's just shredding them chews them up yeah yeah probably uh but yeah so (laughs) They're getting might ruined. just need to get. I bought one year just like a hundred pack of just the darts, yeah, just the ammo. I have, I because I'm yeah. Did that at one point. We're probably like starting to dwindle, but then mm-hmm. I don't remember what Nerf gun came Take with it. But what? one of them came with like fifty darts, some um, crazy high number. Because okay. I have like unopened packages of them now. Oh well, then you're good for, for yeah. a bit. My Until son my wants. Cat eats them. <laughs> Yeah, and my son wants the on his list. I was checking out his Christmas list the other day. Um, he wants there's a whole bunch of like barriers and things so that they can fight in the backyard oh, and yeah. hide behind stuff. And I was like, that's actually not a horrible idea. That's a good idea. So Maybe my can, oldest would like that. Yeah, because there's you know like he he recently went to a Nerf gun party at some place and like yeah. you know there's always like things you can hide behind and whatnot, but they sell that stuff even just on amazon that you can buy those kind of you know whatever some of them are inflatable some of them have like um sandbags in the bottom so they don't you know blow away away. yeah so you can buy those those are yeah those are on my son's list i like that that's really good that i could do yeah i'm gonna put that on my idea list Mm -hmm. yeah you mentioned legos um i know you said your your twin boy likes legos Mm -hmm. my oldest son is off and on with legos Mm -hmm. but does enjoy them and has for a few years now so Mm -hmm. probably when he was we resisted legos for a really long time Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to deal with the mess like Uh. so i didn't really like even introduce legos to my kids for a really long time my -hmm. nephew who's a year about a year older than my oldest Mm -hmm. was really into them is still kind of into them um and so my oldest son started building with him and doing sure, stuff with sure. him. And so we would occasionally get Lego sets and there were birthday years where there would be a bunch on the list and people sure. love to buy that stuff. Yeah. So I still have like unopened Lego boxes because oh. some of them just like, it's just like 
didn't get done yeah yeah like a lot of them have been worked on some of them are just like plain complicated sets that they bought that aren't like difficult they're mm -hmm. just like massive They're yeah they take and up a lot I'm of just space. like you know if we don't devote several days of mm -hmm. free time to this it's just not going to happen like yeah but no, my son that. did get really into it for periods where like especially now that cold weather's rolling around again i think that part of it now that it, we can't play outside as much as yeah. when it like becomes more you know fun to do i will say that when my son does them he just sets them up on the dining room table and he will do it until it's done and yeah. then he puts the extra pieces in a ziploc bag and he often will just display the things that he builds so he's got a bunch of them just in his room we probably sure. need to build like a shelf or something for them um but That's then he'll good, play yeah. with them like one of them's a helicopter or he's got you know a, a mustang or some star oh, yeah. wars thing and like he will you know play with them as if whatever their design is uh periodically but i think he also just likes the act of building something and then displaying it so yeah we like... do that well and i was actually i was going to mention that as kind of an adult gift is that i built out of legos they have a set of like flowers oh i've seen that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and i got them for mother's day a few years back and oh, i put them cool. together with the kids and they're beautiful i mean i have them out on my table yeah. all the time that's actually they really have, cool yeah they have a couple of sets like that they have like a succulence set and oh. they have like a bonsai tree and I, I i saw the bonsai tree yeah. at target the other day yeah, yeah they have them at target pretty often um but lego has like kind of a whole series of stuff like that and i really like the idea of like almost practical display legos that's kind of cool yeah, yeah like they have a globe that oh. you can build that i mean it's it's expensive legos are expensive yeah the flowers expensive. that i got yeah. for mother's day weren't that bad it was like 50 bucks for legos oh, that's not bad that's not bad at all i mean legos no. are expensive just in general yeah. so and honestly i don't really like mike and i have never really been the kind of people that buy flowers yeah and so like these are yeah <laughs> And these are just always in a vase, like just like regular. And they're very, I mean, they're a big conversation piece. I get a lot of times where people will be like, we'll sit at the table with me. Yeah. And we'll just be like, are those Legos? They That's are. That's actually pretty and, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I really I like, like that. that. And they weren't, it's not like impossibly hard to build. It was right. a little time consuming because you build each individual flower. Yeah. So, you know. There's got to be like 12 or in there. Yeah, or something it's going like to take that. time. But... And stuff like that. But it's, it was easy. And we just did a couple at a time. And then we would come back and you just put them in the vase. And then you build That's another one. That's pretty cool. Then... I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. I really enjoyed that. That was a good gift. Yeah. I actually got it for my sister-in-law as well. Uh, as a gift from her kids. Like I was like, here, uh, give this to your mom oh, for Mother's cute. Day. She'll love yeah. it. And I got I like... it for her. I like things like uh, another thing we do as a family sometimes, but I actually really like is puzzles. That's something yeah, else that like that we can all too. do. Um, and those are different things that you could do across ages too. I mean, there's some that are easy. There's some that are a thousand pieces, you know, there's varying degrees of things right. that are difficult. And so you can get it for a wide range of different ages and abilities and things like that. So that's yeah. something else I really like. I actually, um, that is something that we got for our kids for Christmas is a puzzle 
-hmm. as just sort of a we used to do puzzles a little bit more often and we haven't in a while Mm -hmm. but now that they're a bit older i feel like you know it was like a robot puzzle and they actually some places sell these puzzles called puzzle twist Mm. where it's not exactly like the picture on the box where there's like some sort of variation or there's some sort of like trickery different yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, i have not seen those but that's kind of cool there is a game store in Downers Grove called Fair Game, and I try to go there about once every fall okay. and get a handful of Christmas presents because I Ooh. love the idea of supporting a local business. Mm-hmm. Their prices are like when it comes to like, let's say you go on Amazon and you buy Uno, you know, sure. and maybe yeah. Uno is like six dollars on Amazon at the game store. It's eight. You okay. pay a couple bucks more. Um, so you're supporting totally a local it. store and yeah no, i like that i have yeah. no issue with that i would much rather give my money to fair game yeah. than amazon no i totally agree with that <laughs> but yeah. yeah they have a bunch of puzzles in addition to board games and mm-hmm. stuff like that and so every and we actually my husband and i went a couple weeks back and bought a handful so a handful of the christmas presents i already have are things nice. that we got there yeah board games are another thing that i i do like um depending on you know that's a little bit harder in terms of what you it's not like as generic um in terms of what we think people might be interested in but i do like board games and it's something you can play as a family and you know definitely definitely something something that i like to give as well so i like to give board games as gifts too i did have that kind of on my list for like a little bit older kids yeah some of the games my husband and i really like you do have to be a little bit older you know i feel like young teenager age and up up although even my i mean like even my 11 year old can play almost anything at this point but but like your twin boy we've mm-hmm. been playing board games with him so like mm-hmm. your twin boy has been building stuff and has gotten really yeah. good at it because he's had practice over the years right so yeah. while he maybe seems young for the hobby he's mm-hmm. gotten good at it my son's kind of like that with board games we've played so many games over the years that we can play a game that and he has can all pick up yeah elements and he can pick it up pretty quickly yeah you know and nice. he has the patience for it for the most part which is great that's part of the problem too is depending yeah. on their age whether they have the patience to sit and do something like that and that goes for any building thing too legos are different yeah, things and totally. whatnot but also games you know what their attention the span is all of, of that yeah. yeah you have to be a certain age for that to be reasonable so you gotta consider that as, as your audience um uh, a couple other things that i had on my list now we can open our next beer but sure. experiences so i always yeah. would prefer to get you know do something go to a show go to some event go to something you know take my kid and go to the driving range or you know do things like that versus giving like something that's going to sit around my house and i'm going to throw it out in a year and a half um so that's something our kids this year are getting some gifts but not as many as they normally would they're getting a yes day for christmas so i don't know if you've seen the movie yesterday i have not but i know the idea where you say yes you say yes for a day um and we're planning it ahead so they get to pick what they're doing they made a chart and they put it on the fridge and they've decorated in sparkles and colors and whatnot and they picked five things essentially to do and so they picked um a special breakfast they want to eat like pancakes and ice cream and whatever i was like cool 
fine, no, easy. Um, they want to go to the Mascot Hall of Fame, which is in Whiting, Indiana, because oh, they've been okay. wanting to go there for a while now, <laughs> and they have not. So we're going to do that. Um, they want, they do one thing they did want is they want to go to the store. They want a shopping spree, but they want to spend $50. And I said, I can do $50. You can go pick out your Christmas present instead of me buying yeah, your Christmas sure. present. 50 bucks. And 50 bucks is not unreasonable. Um, they want to go to medieval times, which my parents have been talking about taking them for a while. So we're going That's to good. medieval my, times. I laugh. I'm sorry. I laugh. <laughs> no, because, you're good. Uh, I want to go to medieval times for my birthday. And oh. like, so yeah, if you have room for one more. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Sure. But, uh, Join us. <laughs> <laughs> but like nobody else as an adult in my family wants to go to medieval oh, really? times. They're just like disgusted by the idea oh. for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but my dad, who, you know, is yeah. a kind of a driving force to our family plans most of the time. The only other person that wants to go is my sister-in-law, Bridget. And that doesn't make any sense, by the way, because she's like a <laughs> California girl. Right. And like, that's not her thing. And I, yeah. she, you know, hey, whatever. Uh, she that's does cool. read fantasy books, though. So maybe that's yeah. why. I yeah. Know. I just want to go and sit in the stands and just scream stuff like spill his blood <laughs> and eat a turkey leg <laughs> yeah with your hands and with yeah my hands. so and drink that, beer yep that was one of the it's things genius that the twin i love it medieval times we're doing that'll that. be on my list <laughs> yes and then just the last thing that they wanted is going to cost us nothing they just want to have a bring mattresses down and have a camp out in our living room and have a movie marathon and Aww. fall asleep and like have a little camp out that's it I so that's it. their that's christmas great... that's their big christmas present is their day that they get to plan whatever they want to do um let me ask you a question yeah. and then i know we want to move on but let me ask yeah. you this and um how did you get them to pick the things that they did they all have to agree did you make your kids they agree had to agree the... Yep. Okay. They they had to go back and forth and agree, and uh, so they lobbied ideas. And uh, I mean, the yes day premise is it's supposed to be within a certain radius, and they do have a budget and things like that. But otherwise, sure. um, they just went back and forth with ideas, and they okay. just agreed on what items they wanted to do, and that's what that's they came awesome. up with. And then they put it down on paper, and now it's sitting on our fridge, and that's what we're gonna do we're picking a day and that's that's most of their christmas presents i so, love it that's an awesome yeah. i love that idea i wonder how my kids would react to that i feel like we would get stuck watching youtube ah <laughs> uh, yeah well yeah we wanted to do things that were different than what they're i love no yeah be. i mean so, i would yeah. think that we could put in the requirement that we would maybe only require that they be activities outside of the house yeah. i know you're list has things that are inside the house but really, i would the only thing is the yeah the only thing that's in the house because we're going to go out to breakfast we're going to go out to the mascot hall of fame we're going to go out right. to target probably medieval times and then we're back home for movies yeah. and that's really it so everything yeah. else is out oh, yeah. for most of the day and then we return home to just crash in our pjs and watch the movies so that sounds really good the only other thing i would like to mention on our gift list and then mm -hmm. and and let's open hazy little thing yes which is an ipa from sierra nevada if you guys mm -hmm. forgot what brewery we were drinking because <laughs> we talked for so long yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but i hope you got some good gift ideas yeah. um, the only thing i will mention and it's an adult gift and i will also say that it was inspired by your friend barb oh. on our napa trip she had a fanny pack 
that I was like, oh, that's so cute. And then I texted her when we got back from the trip. (laughs) And I said, can you send me the link to that fanny pack? Because I want to buy it. And it was just an Amazon purchase. Mm -hmm. And it's like $12. Oh, my God. I love it. Nothing. I bought like four of them. And I gave I'm that I've look, excuse me, I will be giving them to every like adult woman on my list. I'm actually giving my brother's girlfriend a fanny pack. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. And it's such a cute and I bought one for myself, of course. But like, it's such a cute item. And it's funny, I wore it. We went to Revolutions Oktoberfest. Mm -hmm. And I had it, and we went with my sister-in-law, and she complimented me. She was like, I really need to get a good fanny pack. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I be. got you. Yeah. You like black or white, or I've got a cream-colored one. That Perfect. I... I love it. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. So let's try a hazy little thing. Hazy little and, thing. Yeah, and wrap up the gift conversation. That was great. I did get inspired. So thank mm-hmm. you for talking to me about it. No problem. If anybody has any other bright ideas, feel free to share. Um, but I really like now... adult gifts. That would be the thing. Okay, got it. If I have any more bright ideas, I yeah, will. Good luck. We'll think that through. But yeah, this the aroma on this is totally IPA. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super citrusy. It smells exactly Absolutely. like you would expect an IPA to smell like. Hmm. You know, it's funny. I feel like, I guess I do get the alcohol my initial reaction was that it's got it's a little lighter Mm. in um than the pale ale and that i'm surprised that it's a heavier higher alcohol content um but i do get more of that alcohol burn now on the aftertaste yeah they've had a couple sips so yeah i think that (laughs) i think that i definitely feel it on the back end more the the kind of alcoholy taste to it um i do feel like it's it's even in the taste though i feel it's got a prominent citrusy taste yeah i get that a lot i agree yeah when you said that in the aroma i had just taken a sip and i was like oh yeah it's definitely citrusy (laughs) yeah it's got a very citrusy taste to me it's smooth, but it's not overly creamy. So it's got kind of a little bit of a bite. It's it's yeah. an interesting mix. It feels like a, a little tiny bit of carbonation on your tongue. Um, so some IPAs have a little bit more cream to it. I feel like this is relatively smooth, but it does have a little bit of a bite. But it is yes. very citrusy to me. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's a little bit hazy, but I would say it's light on the haze. Like, it's not overly hazy. Yeah. It's a little bit hazy. That is what I would say. Yeah. Which hazy little I thing. I guess it's sort of <laughs> what, I, what they mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could definitely drink this. It's got a, like I said, it's it's just, I feel like it. it's a little too citrusy for me right now. I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe after, <laughs> I mean, how mellow and smooth pale ale is. Yeah. Maybe this almost tastes shocking because it's the a little flavor bit of... is so strong compared to that. Whereas pale ale yeah. is so yeah, smooth. It, just, it is very smooth. This one, word is just no, balanced. You said yeah. balanced earlier. That's it is exactly very well right. balanced. Yeah. This one, it's definitely, well, as described though, like it's a little bit of hazy. It's definitely mm-hmm. IPA. It's got that 
citrusy aroma and flavor it's got a smooth you know taste to it with a little bit of a bite with that light you know a little bit of carbonation to it um but yeah there it's a it's a pretty tasty thing this i do feel like like i was saying kind of earlier i feel like this is a little bit warmer weather drink to me than yeah the pale ale is <laughs> maybe that's why it's hitting you so like maybe so maybe much i've already moved on like to in stout your hoodie life, so yeah. yeah i am in a hoodie yeah Me right too. now so <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna be transferring over to the you know winter weather beers soon yeah so. i'm still trying to get my eight-year-old to take to wear pants he wears shorts dude to school every same day. same every morning i'm like no no it's, no, it's out. yeah it, it's 37 degrees you need to wear pants i'm sorry okay. and also a jacket not just like a t-shirt or know. a long sleeve t-shirt like i know put a jacket knows on this but like my kid owns a winter coat okay but he does <laughs> not want to wear he it he hates and, it like hates it i'm not Both i can afford one you guys you don't feel sorry for my kid it's not that he can't have one it's that he won't wear it it's brand it is new a choice it's hanging by definitely the door definitely a choice yeah i'm yeah. same my twin yeah. boy is the same shorts he would wear shorts all year round if i allowed it so he went far. out actually in slides he went out in sandals like two days ago and i was oh like my goodness it, it is cold out like your feet yeah. are going to freeze yeah. it's like i'm fine That's i'm like crazy. all right fine fine whatever okay, when you're man. freezing i i told you <laughs> that's what so. i said to my eight-year-old when i picked him up from school today he was wearing shorts and a, a zip-up hoodie yep and yep. i was just like i was like oh hey man we gotta walk home i didn't drive and he was just mm -hmm. like what and i was like what is there a problem yeah. and i'm wearing my winter coat of course right and uh Dude, it was 40 was degrees like, it's today. so cold outside i was like oh well maybe you should dress for the weather <laughs> get in the car oh and on that note <laughs> yeah christmas is coming you guys <laughs> yes all right sierra nevada go check it out and uh, yep. if you have any other gift ideas share please them share. please yeah all right we'll talk to you soon thanks bye thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Bye.